Hi, I'm doing this for my colleagues, especially those who know all I'm about but have no idea about what I'm about to talk about. By the way, what do I want to talk about that you've not heard about? Like how politicians make the people run about at a roundabout with nothing to smile about or plenty to worry about. Like how government creates a bout where they can make mouth about little or nothing to brag about, leaving something for the media to wank about. Like how social media is up and about as people rant about on issues they know little or nothing about, creating fake news all about while media professionals continue to mess about. These days, there's rarely a how about on how things come about because we just choose a subject to sing about and create objects to write about. Hello and welcome to Life, Muse and Nelcon with Nelson Ayebine. The conversation on social media as a tool for advocacy starts in a moment. Stay with me. So joining me on today's podcast, I have Olaju Moke Alawadi James, broadcast journalist and prolific writer, blogger, and more than you can think of. Um, thanks for joining me on today's episode. Thanks, Nelson, for inviting me. I'm honored to be here. All right. Um, let me begin this way. As a broadcast journalist and writer with a lot of influence in the Nigerian media space, um, can you tell me what have been your key defining moments for you so far? Okay. So I got on TV before I knew what mass communication was, you know, as a teenager full-time students in the um, in secondary school and um, because I was on TV was why I decided, you know what, let me and do the course. Okay. You know, that would, that, that would bring me professionally on TV and that was how I got to know that it was mass communication. Prior to that, I was on NTA to Channel 5 and Clapper Board and when I got into the University of Lagos to read mass communication, I got on AIT again. Okay. Right? But and I eventually um, left the university and started to do events for TV. You know, my producer from AIT got into events and then I started doing events for TV and that attracted me a lot. Mm. You know, so I wasn't sure I was going to be a broadcaster for the rest of my life. But again, broadcasting found me what? in that I got onto TV before I even knew what mass communication was called, like I mentioned. So, mm-hmm. again, I got back on TV um, after doing events. And what has stood out most for me was all of the TV shows I was on, yeah. from NTA to Crackerboard to AIT, and then eventually TBC. Mm-hmm. We just used to discuss women issues. You know, when I was a teenager, it was more about um, peer pressure, teenage pregnancy, you know, um, um, and issues that concern young people. Mm. When I got on Mature TV, it was about oh, women issues, um, gender equality and things like that. But then April 14th, 2014, when the Chibos Girls abductions happened, I remember it was that. a turning point for me. Wow. Because now, these were women just discussing women issues from marriage to finance to that. We could not pretend that over 278 girls were kidnapped and we didn't hear about it. Mm. So we became advocates, you know, for bringing back 
those girls. Oh, I've done some NGO work in the past. I used to be on a radio drama sponsored by the United States um, Aid, USAID. Okay. And um, I've done some work for UNESCO, a ray of hope on women and girls in Nigeria. So I, I wasn't new to advocacy, but this was a TV show that had a voice. Hmm. You know, that could really talk and the government would listen. So we kept on disturbing everyone who could hear at the time. Bring back the girls, bring back the girls. And that was a turning point in terms of me going really into politics in terms of good governance. I've never been interested in being a politician. No, not at all. Okay. But how can we have a safe Nigeria where every man, woman and child grows up and has the basic necessities that every other citizen of the world has. So that was the turning point for me. Now I have a voice and, you know, built a followership on social media just because I've been on TV on and off for several years, you know, and doing events. I knew quite a few artists also from doing events. So here I was being able to put all of those resources together and just be a voice, Mm. you know, that can for issues in Nigeria. 2014 was really a turning point. Yeah, and from being a voice, you often face criticisms, backlash, and then even you have equal amount of support from your stance and opinions, especially on social media. So, um, how would you categorize the kinds of people you regularly encounter on the platform? Um, (laughs) (laughs) See, Chelsea, the truth about it is, Today, with everyone having a voice on social media, you will find that you can hardly criticize anybody for anything. What do I mean? Let me give an example. If you say on social media today that premarital sex is wrong, Hmm. people will come at you and say, ah, uh, Mother Mary, why are you feeling holy? (laughs) Self-righteous, why are you judging them? Right? Let's even say that premarital sex is about religion, right? Yeah. What of the one of adultery? Adultery is you cheating on your spouse, Abby. Yeah. Yeah. Forget religion. You are cheating on somebody. Yeah. We can't even agree that it is wrong. Because the people who are doing it to tell you, yeah, maybe the man did not take care of his wife. Uh, maybe the wife was not doing it well and the man looked outside. They will justify it. Yeah. So no matter how crazy your thoughts are on social media, you will always find people who support you and people who oppose you. Yeah. I'm not God. I'm not Jesus. And even Jesus had opposition. So just be true to who you are. That's what I've stayed. Um, that's my staying power, really. Yeah. Being true to form, not pretending to be somebody else. The people who agree with me will agree with me. The people who do not agree, they have their own rights to their own opinion. I'm not going to try to change your view. I'm just going to state my own point of view the way I see it mm. and leave you to judge. Yeah. You know, so... I, like you mentioned, it's equal. The people who hate Jumoke hate me extremely. The people who love Jumoke love me extremely. There is no middle ground, no sitting mm-hmm. on the fence in this, you know, journey. But you, you are also, either here or there. But you also realize that with the whole advent of social media and people becoming more vocal, 
Um, it's also played away from just social values and all. You've also see, we've also seen it play into politics. At some point, we became more polarized than we've ever been as of 2015. You know, yes. because everybody also has a voice and an opinion. Everybody wants yes. to say something, and then it's also showing in the way we talk about politics and how do you deal with all these things, especially when it comes to politics that really says a lot about who we are and where we want to be. Okay. So Nigerians have never been united. We just pretend to be. We were amalgamated. And for the political class, especially the politicians in the middle, the center, it's convenient for them to just leave us together. Mm. So the, all the resources of Nigeria goes to the center rather than regions. Yeah. But the thing is this. Politicians who benefit from Nigeria being together, once they are in power, they forget all the things that they used to say. For instance, Mm. Professor Shimajo, our vice president, used to be an advocate for um, uh, restructuring. Mm. And as the attorney general of Lagos State, he had gone to court 12 times wow. on behalf of Lagos State, mm. asking for restructuring in the days of President Obasanjo. But now he's the vice president and he's saying, eh, Nigeria is better together. Mm. So when it suits the politician, when they're in the opposition, when they're outside of government, they criticize everything that the government in power is doing. Once they get into power, they forget all their promises, all their criticism, and they do work. Mm. Mm. So it's for us, the citizens, to know that politicians will come and go like, you know, like soldiers, and the barracks will remain. Nigeria is going to remain. How do we ensure that everyone who comes into power is held accountable for providing good governance? That's what we care about. We don't care about their politicking. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, so, so politics is not our business it's yeah. good governance give us rule give us power mm. you know if you are going to be taking 15 million per month to represent poor citizens as a representative ensure that you also fight that the government provides us road for us to go and create employment for ourselves exactly. simple Talking about public discourse, um, we know how it all continues to reshape everyday narratives, um, especially with talk shows, you know, being at the front. Yeah. What do you make? Yeah. Um, and this is us going um, offline now. I'm looking at television for um, um, uh, most interestingly. What do you make of the drama that goes with it and how Nigerian talk show culture is evolving and driving and reshaping ideologies and narratives? Okay. Um, talk shows that have several hosts, mm. right, either mm. male or mm. female, mm. is for you to have a balance. If Jumoke is talking alone, it's mm. only Jumoke's opinion. But if Jumoke is talking with Nelson yeah. and Dapo and Shiji yeah. and Ronke, then it's different points of view. Yeah. Even if we finally agree or we do not agree, at least we are, we are listening to different points of view because Nigeria is multidimensional with over 400 ethnic groups. Yeah. We can't all see things the same way. So mm. when you have all those groups, especially the three major ones represented on the show, mm. you are able to listen. This mm. is what government really needs to do, to listen to the people. What do they want? How can we help them? Oh, we have these issues, we have this problem. Can they also listen to us? You know, governance is really a communication between public servants and citizens who have given them a mandate to serve. Yeah, sure. Sometimes our public servants forget that they're in service. Yeah. So talk shows, the media is in charge of the fourth estate hmm. of the political realm. Sure. They are the gatekeepers. Hmm. 
Mm. They're the ones who decide what we discuss. Mm. True. Is what the media throws out that we hear. Because we're not reporters. It's what we see. Mm. Even the social media discussion is based on somebody telling us this thing happened though and everybody starts to talk about it. Yeah. Now, may I correct you? It's not that everybody wants to have an opinion. Everyone now has an opinion because <laughs> everyone has a voice. True. Yes. Because as far as you have a Twitter page or a Facebook page or Instagram, you are your own media producer. Personal one. Yes. You are your own media producer. So everyone who has a smartphone Mm. has a voice today so what we need to do right is ensure that the talk shows Mm. are directing opinions and directing talk in a way that citizens can hold government accountable Mm. don't let any government ride you roughshod and behave like they are your masters no they are your servants Mm. If somebody wants to be master, you should go private, go to your private business and go and be MD in your company. As far as you come out into politics and decide that you want to be a politician, a representative, a governor, a commissioner, whatever public office you hold, you are holding it, you know, as a responsibility to the people. Mm. And so we must never allow politicians to forget that. Mm. So talk show hosts who want to pan or use the media platform to also get political offices or you know get the good books of politicians but um, poverty is right in nigeria to be very honest so i won't blame anyone for doing the business the way that they do but people will see through you eventually we've had a lot of people whose careers finally ended mm-hmm. because oh you now got a political appointment and all the criticism of before we no longer here and your government is doing what you can't say anything mm-hmm. because somebody has told us if you want to chop don't talk if, mm-hmm. you, have to, if you are talking if you are chopping don't talk <laughs> if you have chopped before don't talk mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of them just don't talk mm-hmm. you know when even when it is obvious that things are going wrong yeah so typical example if i criticize president jonathan for chibok abduction why should i keep quiet when that three girls are abducted under President Buhari. Mm. It makes me a psychopath and a hypocrite. So, somebody who used to, and I, I say it all, all over social media every day now, all the activists in 2014, where are they today? Okay, dogs are not going off again, but now we're beheading people. Now we have child soldiers. Mm. Where are those activists? Is, is, is this the Nigeria of their dreams? So there's so much we can do better than what we're doing right now with all the advocacy and talk shows and social media um, engagements. Yes, sir. Olajumo, Very much so. thank you so much for your time on the show. And I hope um, we're able to do this from time to time and, you know, stay conversations which inspire positive change. Thank you for joining us yes. today. Thank you. Thank you, Nelson. Have a great day. All right, you too, sir. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, our duty is to the masses, not to politicians and those in high classes who would only take off our glasses and shove trash down our asses. Our duty is to community to close the gap on social inequality to challenge impunity sustained by immunity, to be there for humanity so that prosperity 
can put a smile on the face of posterity. That's all for today on Life, Muse and Nelcon with Nelson Aibene. Until next time, keep doing good. Bye for now.